Hey everybody, welcome into a new chapter of Old Man Brad. If you're new to Old Man Brad, this is a podcast that I just talk horror movies, I talk with indie horror filmmakers, and on Fridays I do my serious tales from Tubi, where I do horror movies on Tubi. Thank you for dropping in and checking me out. If you are returning for another chapter, thank you so much for continuing to listen to Old Man Brad. We're still in October. We're still having a blast in October. I've had some great filmmakers on. Last week, I talked to the crew from Hebe GBTV. The week before that, I talked with the minds and actors behind The Exorcists. And this week, we're going to keep the indie horror filmmaker chats going. I have an interview with Angie De Alba and Paul Ragsdale. They are the minds behind the indie horror film Murder Size. Anyone who listens to Old Man Brad, if you've been listening to some of my previous episodes, I have mentioned Murder Size a couple times. If you have listened to any of my previous episodes, I have mentioned Murder Size before. Before we jump into the interview, I just want to say, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of these. And if you love Old Man Brad... Drop me a review over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Good Pods, wherever you listen to Old Man Brad. Give me a review. Let me know what you think of the show. Let me know anything that you would love to see me watch or even cover. Always looking to expand my list of movies to watch. Those who came out to the Esquire this past weekend, I hosted a screening of Candy Corn and Haunt at the Esquire Theater in Cincinnati. Had so much fun. We had a great crowd. Nobody there had seen either film before we played them. So it was awesome to get their reaction, their first-time reactions to both of these films. Everybody seemed to enjoy both movies. want to thank the, the Esquire again for giving me these opportunities. And make sure you watch on social media with them or me. Or keep it right here at Old Man Brad or at the Cinema Guys podcast as... We will have another Frightful Fridays coming up for you November 10th. Be on the lookout for the film. We are working on getting that film locked down. I can't tell you what it is yet until we get the full confirmation, but it's going to be November 10th at the Esquire Theater here in Cincinnati. Just watch for it coming soon. Are you ready? We're going to talk all things murder size. Roll camera. And action. Five, six, seven, eight, and strut. We are going to make a fortune with this video. Video's gonna fly off the shelf. Oh, yeah. Candy is showing her nether regions to the camera. We're not making a porn, are we? Uh, uh, this is what the audience wants, kid. I care about fitness. I care about the health of our children and the obesity rate in our country. Where did Gino get this square? <laughs> <laughs> No one respects me. You're the boss, right? They don't want to listen to you? Persuade them. Smack them around a bit. That's what my dad does. It's your show, man. I'll do the dance. You just gotta show me the moves. You've heard me talk about Murder Size multiple times. I mean, I've mentioned it multiple times before we got here. 
And it's just a fun, silly, quirky little horror movie, indie horror movie, workout tape slasher. I've mentioned it before. It's it's just a blast. It's ridiculous. It's silly. It's fun. Jump on Tubi and go watch Murder Size because it was just a fun time. If you have friends, get some friends together and just have a good time with it. Don't take it super seriously. Just know it's going to be silly. Know it's going to be quirky and fun, and you'll have a blast watching Murder Size. You've heard enough from me. All right, let's move into my interview with Angie De Alba and Paul Regsdale, and I will talk to you on the other side. I am here with the writers and directors of Murder Size, a movie that you can watch on Tubi right now. I want to welcome in Angie De Alba and Paul Ragsdale. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing great, man. Thank you, How great. are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing you? good. I'm doing good. This is a movie that caught my fancy because I watch a lot of movies on Tubi. People who listen to Old Man Brad, I do a, a series called Tales from Tubi on Fridays. And as I was scrolling through Tubi, this poster for it popped up murder size. And I was like, I have to watch this movie. Hell, all like, right. yeah. like just the name and the artwork alone, I have to watch this movie. Yes. So what I really want to, how did the idea for murder size come about? Well, you know, I'm a fan of, you know, horror movies, slasher movies, of course, but I'm also a really big fan of like subgenres. They really interest me. And this particular subgenre of the horror workout aerobics slasher movie subgenre, I find very interesting. I mean, it's only it's very, very small. I was saying that's like, like a sub three. sub subgenre, I yes. think. <laughs> Super sub. Yeah. It's only like killer workout, death spa, and you know, you can count Lene Quigley's horror workout for sure. You know, a lot of people kind of throw Toxic Avenger in there just because it starts out in the gym. You know, he's like the janitor, I guess. But it's very, very, you know, eh. who knows? Yeah, split decision. So it's very small. And, um, you know, I always thought that that type of a movie aesthetic would be ripe for something for us. Mm Because, you know, we, if anyone's seen our movies before, we do really love digging into the wardrobe and digging into the hair. And anything that has like a style or a look, you know, that's, that's what... We excel at we pretty like much. The, we like the '80s vibes. We like yeah. the throwback over the glam, top. metal, punk rock, okay. anything yep. that anything yeah. that's very, very striking, R- ridiculous and fun, mm-hmm. basically. So, so I mean, and we had flirted with the idea of this type of a movie before. We had done a, a trailer, a fake trailer called "Dance Till You Die." So it was like dancers um, and zombies and stuff, but we just never really fully went for it. So this time, I wanted to go fully for it, and let's just do it you know let's let's make like that third entry into this sub sub genre so it can sit right next to killer workout and death spa (laughs) that was our that was our goal how was the process of like you know you made this this piece before and and then you turn around because you've made a a few feature films before murder size you did um slasher at party and streets of vengeance streets of vengeance and in how i mean you like you said you love the 80s theme and they all kind of have that vibe to it how did uh just getting this together like when you're calling people up saying hey do you want to be in my workout video oh it's also a a slasher film too like i think at this point people kind of know what we're about so also we've had the luxury of of uh, doing quite a few films so at this point we have the luxury of people trusting us and we tend to work with the same people if we can Mm -hmm. um so there were a few new people there were a few new this time and they did jump on board i think 
the 80s is just like really in vogue right now. Like a lot of people kind of get it. Like we, when I reached out to Jessa Flux and I said, oh, we want to do this 80s, you know, aerobic slasher. She actually put together her own outfit just as like a test. Okay. But we didn't use it. We, we you know, because we always buy our own outfits and Angie was the one that puts it together and makes everything. But she bought her own stuff just to throw it together, I guess, because she's more used to doing that. So she did it, and she sent the picture. It was like, oh, so something like this? And it was like, you know, brightly colored mm-hmm. leotards and a bodysuit. And we're like, yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, we're, we're going to get our own stuff, but yeah, you get it. You know, you get the vibe. I think a lot of people like are starting to catch on, but just very surface level, pretty much. Like, a lot of the people didn't understand, like, when you were putting together the outfits, yeah. and you're telling them how to wear yeah, certain not, things. Not that I want to like age myself or anything, but <laughs> I was around in the eighties. So, <laughs> um, the some of the younger cast when I was teaching them how to like put their outfit together, it's mm-hmm. like okay, you put it doesn't. I know it doesn't make sense, but you put the pants on the the tights on first, mm-hmm. and then the bodysuit goes on top of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're like, like what? that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like the bodysuit, and then the pants go over, and it's like no, it's supposed to be the bodysuit on top, mm-hmm. and then you put a belt on it for no reason because mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. they did in the eighties. Yep, and, and they all had leg warmers. They have leg warmers, and it's like, like what yes, they know how to wear them. You're supposed to be super uncomfortable, sweaty, and hot. Like it's not about that. It's about the fashion. It's about looking good. It's about looking good. That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So, so so that was definitely like you know a little bit of a like a it's, lesson. It was you know, funny for the younger <laughs> education cast to be like. Did people really wear this, or is this just like a get like gimmicky look? It's like no, people actually <laughs> dress like this. Yeah, my mom dressed like this. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you have to uh, uh, look up some old like workout videos to bring them up, find them online to bring them up? To say this is this is what we're going for here. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I definitely used killer workout like the the workout scene like in the first like ten minutes. Mm-hmm. I used that to show people like, kind of what we're doing. And then, you know, aerobicize, that was like a big thing back in the 80s. And even like the Jane Fonda type yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like the actual workout videos. Yeah. So, so, so it's kind of like in people's, like, you know, like I said, in the surface level, they kind of like, oh, yeah, I kind of get that. Mm-hmm. I get what you're going for. But they don't ki- quite know the real mechanics of like how to wear, properly wear a leg warmer. No, you don't pull them up <laughs> like socks, you know, you scrunch them down. Yeah. Yep. Like they didn't understand. Like, it well, goes, you got to scrunch them. It goes over the shoe. Mm-hmm. Right. They're over the shoe. <laughs> Like yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You're so, doing it right. Yes. Yeah. So it was a little bit of an educational uh, experience. Too. <laughs> Were both of you kind of, uh, I guess you could say, a jack of all trades in the film? You wrote it, directed, you costumed, you like pretty much everything. In the production. Yes. We're indie, so we pretty much have to be able to step in and do everything mm-hmm. at a moment's notice. Um, in the past. We've even been known, I mean, in the past past, we've, yeah, been, known to even, we've even been known to play a role in the movie because an actor didn't show up and we're like, okay, yeah. screw it, we're going to, we're going to keep going. Yeah. I'll be in it then. Yeah. We, don't, we don't have time. You don't yeah. really have the luxury to like, okay, let's regroup and brainstorm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, someone dropped out. We got to fill it in. <laughs> yeah. So we do it all. We've been like that since we met because we met in film school. So mm-hmm. okay. and we, we both come from you know, humble beginnings, no yeah. connections, no money, no nothing like that. So we've basically learning how to stretch a dollar, how to make things work with what you got at stretching a buck. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning when we had no bucks, we just mm-hmm. did with whatever we had. Yeah. And for the first few years, we just funded everything out of our own pockets. Yeah. You know, we just wanted to 
mess around and experiment and see if we could even do it. Yeah. Yeah. It was all about just learning how to make a movie, learning how to finish it, learning how to edit it and color it and do the sound mm -hmm. and, yeah. you know, just and make a cohesive story. So we made like three features before we made Streets of Vengeance. Streets of Vengeance is our fourth one. And that's the one that people knew us for. That, that's how kind of like caught people's attention because we actually okay. did Indiegogo for that one. And I think through that process of us just making so many films and kind of learning like, what each person is mm. more excelling at. Yeah. Uh, that really helped us kind of differentiate like who takes the lead on which duties. Yeah, for sure. But at a moment's notice, we can swap roles. Yeah. So okay. yeah. we're constantly side by side on everything together. Yeah. As you've gone along, I mean, you've done multiple feature films, you've done short films. So I'm sure each project, you learn a little something to be like, oh, you know yeah. what? Next time, let's do this. Next time, let's do this. God, yes. We're already talk we already talked about <laughs> we're already what we're going to do for the next one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, you know, it's like, man, I mean, one of the big things is like, you know, Angie kind of mentioned earlier, it's like, you know, we started off doing it all ourselves. Mm -hmm. I would shoot, we'd do the audio, like on set. And then, of course, editing and everything. It wasn't until Shoots of Vengeance that we had hired a cinematographer, a friend of ours, Dan Zampa from film school. That was the first time we let someone else shoot the movie. So now we had a three-man crew, and that's what it was for like the next two movies. And then for Murder Size, we finally had a four-man four four crew. Wow! And then we learned that is not enough. That's you know? still not enough. It's still, like we're slowly learning. It's like man, we need to bring in more people. Like we, the days of us doing everything, it's it's too hard. It's like more people, more more money, more harder things to do. Like in the yeah. scenes, more of our time is just mm -hmm. you know being. You know, spread thin. We're so. accepting the fact that we're starting to get bigger. Yeah, basically. Than, than we think we are. Yeah. So it's not going to be really feasible for Paul and I to be the ones holding the microphone and the camera and directing and mm -hmm. getting their clothes and feeding them and keeping the schedule. <laughs> and we did do that on Murder Size. <laughs> we had times we had to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so. So we might need an assistant so next, next time. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Finally. What has the reception for Murder Size been like? Like you said, I I didn't find it until. Tubi when I when I was flipping through Tubi one night I know yeah. it, it came out on disc and did you have a premiere for it before yeah the the release yeah we had a premiere on July eighth here in our hometown and it won it had its East Coast premiere um, at the Genre Blast Film Festival okay. I forget the exact dates but it was in like August I want to say sometime at the end of August I think yeah, the end of August and then uh, so it won a few awards there so the premiere over here was really great great reception. And then once it finally released, like in streaming, we just started getting more reviews. Uh, we got like an article in Fangoria. It was listed on Creepy Catalogs, um, top movies of the of the year, like number thirty, and that's on the same list with like Scream and like uh, Exorcism in, in like, Venice and stuff, like real movies. Like, it's like it's pretty weird, yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> real movies, I, yeah. Like, Your, real yours movie. is a real movie. Come on, don't sell yourself short. Technically, technically not <laughs> in, the sense, in the sense that you can watch it. Yeah, yeah, it exists. It exists. But I mean, we're definitely the lowest you budget movie on that list for sure. And that's really weird to see that. So the reception has just been so great. People have just been DMing me, messaging me. Now, oh, man, I loved it. I watched it like six times and uh, they buy it on uh, on Blu-ray, VHS, DVD, whatever. So this is our biggest, it's our biggest been, release. It's been a okay. mixture of people who have been along the ride with us from a couple films back or this new wave of people who... You know the streaming opportunities mm -hmm. have been incredible. So right. someone like you who like likes to flip through Tubi, and you're right. like, oh, what's this? Like yeah. it just sounds interesting. Like right. let me just check this out. 
it's it's allowed people to take a chance on watching something yeah. of ours that maybe in the past you couldn't because the streaming just wasn't as popular, mm-hmm. wasn't as easy to get stuff out there. Harder to people, find. You know, it's harder to take a chance on physical media because yeah. it's like $25, $35, $40, and you're like, oh, it sounds cool, but do I want to spend $40? <laughs> mm-hmm. So Tubi and Plex and Amazon Prime, like these streaming opportunities have been amazing for oh, us yeah. because people can – watch something and in five minutes they're like eh, that's funny like i'll keep checking it i'll keep watching yeah. it or oh this sucks never mind mm-hmm. uh, it's been awesome because people who have stuck out around to the end because our the movie is so crazy they're just like what <laughs> even is this movie yeah. like what's so weird and then they're <laughs> like you know what i like it then they feel confident and buy the physical media mm-hmm. then they're like i like it and i do want a vhs copy yeah. of this, or i do want a blu-ray or whatever or look up the, our other movies so yeah, that's really and then cool. that's like, a lot of people to be like, what did what else have these people made? Yeah. And then those movies are on Tubi, and they're mm. like, oh, it's free. Like, I'm gonna check that yeah. out. Yeah, why not? <laughs> so we're like, yes. Yeah, awesome. So it's been great. And for me, like, came from the video store days. So I mean, I, that's how I discovered movies before. I would kind of walk, and you just look at the covers yep. and be like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna rent this one this time. I'm gonna rent yeah. this one, yeah. this one, and that's kind of what Tubi has given me. It's like. I flip through. It looks interesting. Let's watch it. Yeah, it's a it's that. a it's a virtual video shelf, and, and that's what we love. And that that was our intention to have something that you would pick up on the video shelf, I like love, I said, right yeah. next to Killer Workout. I love that it's kind of it's a different you know m- media. What do you call it? like platform not, medium? It's not medium. That's the word mm-hmm. I'm looking for. It's a different medium, but people who did grow up like us who like to go to the rental, like mm-hmm. to go see, like, ooh, what am I gonna get? this weekend mm-hmm. and you just look at all the crazy covers and you're like yep don't know but this weird skeleton thing looks cool so i'm gonna rent this um <laughs> i i love that because to be is that place for people like us yeah. now where you can be like Absolutely. i don't know murder size i think murder and exercise <laughs> i don't know okay i'll check it out the artwork for the poster who did who did that artwork for you for the artist is brutal posters he's uh from the uk Okay, and he also did the poster for Slasherette Party, and he is currently doing the poster for our next film. I actually spoke to him earlier today because he's in the UK, so it was like really late at night. We yeah. were talking like at midnight. <laughs> so yeah, he's he's awesome. Like we yeah. love him. He he he, gets it. he says he loves working with us. So I'll take his word for it. But like he's like, yeah, man, I can't wait. Thanks, mate. I'm this like, stuff right, is cool. <laughs> perfectly eighties. Yeah, so he's cool. amazing. It has that vibe, like. That it catches the eye, and you're like, "This, I need, I need to see this." Brutal yeah. posters is amazing. He's in high demand too. He's been getting a lot of work. You've been seeing do a lot more mainstream stuff. So that's awesome. Yeah. He's on the rise. We got really lucky. Yeah, really lucky. I don't really know how much you can or want to say. How what what is the future for you guys? You know, after Murder Size. So when I wrote Murder Size, I wrote that at the end of um, 21. Cause I wrote it like in like a month or two and I, that was designed. Like I really wanted to make it really quick and really fast because I have two other scripts that I finished in the year of 2021 that kind of took a little bit longer. And I just made it like, kind of like a, um, like a goal for myself. I want to finish three scripts in one year, a couple scripts I'd already started. So we already have the next one that we want to do is it's a vampire movie called only fangs that we're going to be doing <laughs> next nice. year. <laughs> yeah, they they created an app. <laughs> so, and then we have a wrestling demon horror movie that we want to make as well. That we also the script is already done. Uh, Wrestle Babes and the Heavy Metal Demon Massacre, working title. You know, we'll see. <laughs> all right, all right. I like it. I like it. And you know, I like to just keep working. So, anyone who's familiar with like um, Cinco de Mayo or Sheets of Vengeance, um, there's mm-hmm. a all night long. There's a, a fake show 
does is the wraparound of, of those two movies. It's kind of like Rhonda Shear, USA Up All Night. I loved I loved Up All Night. Yes. <laughs> so we we love we love it too. So we did our own homage called All Night Long. Okay. And so you have a host who introduces a movie and comes in the middle, shows a trailer, things like that. We kind of have a, an idea of doing like an anthology later on and doing like our own all night long movie and then doing three shorter movies within one. So it's like a marathon basically. And you know, we tons of other so ideas. I'm ideas. working on another one right now, like a night, of the demons type There's of too movie, many too many rolling, things in the brain. Yeah. Hey, right. Right. You know, right. The, so like gotta it, stay busy. That's right. It keeps you busy and you're having fun doing it. So yeah. Why stop? Most, right. Yeah. Yeah. I think most li- likely next literally on our, planning sheet for this year that is going to be only things it's yeah. going to be the next thing we're going to start okay so next month we'll start doing pre-production and get things rolling yeah slowly but surely yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. now if uh people want to keep you know find not just you know to be in on the streaming sites but they want to find you find murder size find the you know physical copies where yeah. were they, where were they where do they find uh find you guys? We have an Etsy store, AP Films. Um, you can type that in in Etsy, or you can just type in the the movies itself, and they'll pull up our store. Okay. And so we sell um, Slash Rap Party and uh, Murder Size because those are the two ones that we did our self distribution for. So we have Slash Rap Party Blu-rays, DVDs, posters, and Murder Size DVDs, posters, and Blu-rays as well. Um, there's some VHS tapes left. So if you're into VHS, um, mm-hmm. it's super limited run. So after this, there will be no more because we ran out of you know tapes for Slash Art Party and Streets of Vengeance already too. So uh, once they're gone, that's it. So, but if you want to get physical media, yeah, hit us up on our Etsy store. And if they want to follow the journey on any social media, where would where would uh, everyone find you? I mean, that's where we connected. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, mostly Instagram. I would say a underscore p underscore films. Uh, you can find us on there. That's where we always post our, our BTS and our announcements and articles okay. and stuff. So that, that'd be the best way. I'm also on Facebook, Paul Ragsdale. Uh, <laughs> if you want to follow me there too, I'm always posting movie stuff. And so we're getting, we can talk about movies if you want. So. Yeah. Give my ideas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me know. Dude, like the movies or not, they suck or what? <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank both of you for chatting with me this evening and taking the time out of your day to to talk with old man Brad as you know as the show <laughs> is the living Brad I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, thank you oh, thank man you man Brad. for having us best of luck with murder size and for anything else you have in the future and everybody go check out murder size on Tubi or Woo! other streaming services it's on yeah. yeah thank you thank you so much again I want to thank Angie and Paul for talking to me it was great chatting with them and we had quite a good chat As I always say, it's always fun to hear from indie horror filmmakers because of everything that they put into their films, everything that they have to do. And I just love this behind-the-scenes stories that we get. All of them are different, but there are a lot of similarities in this. And I have so much fun over here at Old Man Brad getting the chance to chat with all of these wonderful filmmakers. But make sure you go check out Murder Size on Tubi. Go over to their Etsy store if you want a physical copy. I will have a link in the description. Go pick up your DVD, your Blu-ray, limited edition VHS tapes if you're into the VHS. 
before we head out, I'm going to give you a few movies I've been watching, a few horror movies I've been watching at home. I have two picks you should definitely check out, and then one you could probably skip and is not a recommend. First off, the one that I can't recommend, I just watched a movie called Don't Look Away. Now, this is from 2023, and it is about a a killer mannequin. These teens, there's this mannequin that is following them. Think it follows, but it's a mannequin that is creepily after them. And when they see him, the mannequin will stay there. So, you know, if you look at him, he doesn't move. You look away, he disappears or he kills you. You don't see any of the the mannequin actually killing, but he is creepily moving around. And this movie should have been a blast, like completely cheesy blast. But the way it was constructed, written, filmed, everything, like it took itself super seriously. And I didn't know if it wanted to be a comedy or if it was trying to be serious, or if it was making fun of that to try to be a comedy. So it, it it just felt odd. Some of the editing was really weird. And overall, I just did not enjoy my time watching this movie where this concept, it should have been super fun. It should have been a blast, but it just, it just fell real flat. And it, I cannot recommend checking out Don't Look Away. It was, I wanted it to be a blast. I really, really did. I wanted to enjoy this movie. But here are two, two anthology films that you should check out over on Tubi right now. One is called Slash FM, and the other is the sequel, Slash FM 2. Now, these are anthology films with kind of a radio host I don't want to say wrap around, but weaved in to the stories, setting up, you know, these these little short stories. I know I've said this multiple times, just like any other anthology. Some of the stories are better than others. It happens. It, it always happens in anthology. But the ones that are good are actually pretty good that really set up a great tone to these films. And I really did enjoy my time with both of them. The second one kind of falls off a little bit in the second half, but it they're still very, very enjoyable. Go check out Slash FM and Slash FM2. They are both streaming on, you know, my favorite streaming service to be right now. That should do it for a, another chapter of Old Man Brad. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss any of these episodes this month of October has been an absolute blast. I have been having so much fun this month. Interviews with the filmmakers behind The Exorcists, the filmmakers behind TV. You just heard Angie and Paul talk about Murder Size. And then on Fridays, Tales from Tubi in October, I've had Intruder with Gerald from Tubi's on a Podcast, Neon Maniacs with Jason from Binge Movies, The Demon's Rook with Drew from the Real Feels podcast. And dropping this week, if you're listening to this, the week of release, will be Deadly Manor with David from We Watched a Thing. 
but just subscribe and you won't miss them. Cannot wait for that episode. And then on Halloween, get ready for it, dropping on Halloween Day, my friend Drew will be back and we're going to talk the anthology film 1031 and we are going to wrap up our hashtag 100 Days of Horror, which finishes up on Halloween. I am so excited for that discussion. It's going to be so much fun. Just keep it right here on Old Man Brad. I have more great episodes in the works for you for November and beyond. Having a blast. Snuggle up in that blanket. Turn off the lights because it's okay to be scared. Talk to you later, everybody. Bye.